What's going on, Bulls fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related. On today's episode, we're going to do a preview of the Bulls game tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. Zach Levine is apparently going to miss this game. The writing was on the wall for that. We're also going to talk about Marco going down to the G League and why Bulls fans should be rooting for the Portland Trailblazers. We'll get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So as many of you guys know or should know that the Bulls play the San, the San Antonio Spurs tonight. Um, Zach Levine has been listed as questionable. He's more than likely not going to play this. Even I don't even know why they say questionable. Just tell, tell us the man's out. We, the writing was on the wall. We all knew Zach Levine was not going to be playing on a, on the first game of a back-to-back when you when you face the damn Philadelphia 76ers, who even on a decline, right, are still are still affordable, a formidable team. And Joel Embiid is still on the roster. They cook us. So we need Zach Levine in that game. But with that being said, this matchup against the San Antonio Spurs tonight is going to be an interesting matchup to watch to see how the things play out, right? The Bulls are currently the ninth best defensive team in the NBA, according to statistics, uh, while the San Antonio Spurs come in as the 27th ranked team, according to statistics. Now, um, the the San Antonio Spurs are uh, allowing over 120 points per game. Um, And, you know, the, the Chicago Bulls offense isn't Hasn't really because of you know the up and down and the, and the game that we had against Cleveland Cavaliers. We're not really as a, as a team that high in the offensive standings. Um, but we do know that what this team can do offensively, especially when they're clicking on all cylinders, and that is even without Zach Levine, the the Bulls currently rank at number twentieth as far as points per game. Um, as a team, averaging one hundred and eleven points per game. So this is going to be a matchup of who not only if the Bulls' defensive intensity maintains throughout. Having uh, Alice Caruso more than likely in that starting lineup in the place of Zach Levine, they're going to have a very defensive lineup um, to start it, expect to get out in transition, things like that. Devin Vassell is cooking. That man is cooking. So, uh, you know, the Bulls have to be looked out for that in this game, right, especially considering Zach Levine's going to be out. What I'm looking at from this team, or I'm hoping to see from this team, is A, the improvement that Patrick Williams made in the last game, right? Yes, uh, you know, for many of you guys, you said, hey, uh, why did he get pulled? He was actually playing well. He probably should have stayed in the game um, some. And, you know, I can understand that completely. I understand that, that I think Billy Donovan's trying to build him up. But this is a game that, listen, you're, you're facing your own teammate, old teammate in Devin Vassell. Patrick Williams has to play solidly. We can't have passive P in this game. Am I expecting Patrick Williams to score 18 points, whatever? No, I'm not expecting that at all. I want to see a defensive effort because we're going to need um, Patrick Williams' defense in this game. Period. We're going to need that defense. Um, and it actually looks like Devin Vassell may be listed as out of this game. He is out. Devin Vassell is out. And Joshua Primo's also out in this game against the Chicago Bulls. Now, that changes things even more drastically. So they're missing their starting shooting guard. We're more than likely going to be missing our starting shooting guard. So again, the rookie Jeremy Sohan, who I would have loved to have on this team, has been playing really well. Keldon Johnson's been balling. Yaka Porto, we already know him. that matchup between him and Vooch may make or break this game, but I'm looking at the other players to step up. We know what we're going to get from DeMar. We know what we're going to get from Vooch, depending on how many minutes they play. I do think that there's a chance, regardless of the outcome of this game, that uh, Billy Donovan may sit his starters earlier than normal and just kind of let the game go the way that it's going to go. Pat the designer, who's my co-host over on Locked on Bulls, said that this may be one of those schedule losses. I'm not necessarily going to that extent of it, but I am saying this that we may see just because of the matchup that they have tomorrow night 
um, against the Philadelphia 76ers, Billy Donovan tried to rest the starters and rest the key rotational guys. But like I said, outside of that, I'm looking for uh, Patrick Williams and Io DeSumo to step up big time. I'm looking for scoring from Io. We already know what he's going to give defensively. Io doesn't slack on that side of the ball. Um, and then especially, you know, he's going to be able to guard Trey Jones big time. So I'm looking at that matchup. Devin Vassell not, now not being in that lineup is going to be interesting as well. Um, but I'm looking for this team to set the tone defensively. Io DeSumo, his increased um, ability to score and his, him not shying away from big shots. I'm looking for Io to have a big game as well for the Chicago Bulls in this one. Like I said, I want to see defense, defense, defense from Patrick Williams. He's probably going to be guarding Kev, uh, Keldon Johnson or Jeremy Sohan in this game a lot. Um, so it's it's going to be a game where Patrick Williams' impact is going to be, if it's passive P again, it's going to be felt, and he's probably going to get yanked pretty early. Outside of that, we already know what we have on our bench. I don't, I don't think at all, I'm not worried about the bench production, right? This bench is going to be better than anything San Antonio can put out in the reserves. And, very, and regardless of Zach being in and out of the game, regardless of how many minutes the starters do or do not play, I'm looking at this team that we can outlast just by the energy and, and defense that we bring off the bench alone. And, you know, maybe we get a siding from Kobe White. Do we see um, Dalen Terry in this game, especially with Zach Levine being out? There's a lot of questions around there. Uh, Kobe, who's had his minutes kind of cut the last couple of games, is probably going to get more than enough chances and bites at the apple, especially with Zach Levine being out. There's going to be more than enough minutes to go around with Alex Caruso moving into that starting lineup. So this is going to be a chance for Kobe to hopefully get on track, show that he deserves some minutes, because I'm telling you, Goran Dragic is there to eat up any minutes that Kobe White is not effective in. But overall, this game, I, I listen, I think that the Bulls have enough to win regardless. I know the, the, the San Antonio Spurs are 3-2 and two on the season. They've been playing much better than most people had them pegged for coming into the season. But I just we just have enough talent on this team. And how long has it been able to be that like we just have such a depth of talent on this team that against a lesser team like the San Antonio Spurs, we could absolutely, don't get me wrong, right? Devin Vassell being out really does change that. If Devin Vassell was in this game, I, I'd say like, I'd be a little bit less comfortable with Devin Vassell being out, who I believe is the Spurs' leading scorer so far on the season. Now, Keldon Johnson's leading at uh, 21.8. But with that being said, like, I just, the depth on this team just has me thinking and feeling like, yeah, Zach's out. The starters may sit early. We still got more than enough to win against this team, considering they're missing a big piece in Devin Vassell. But I could be wrong. Yaka Porto is playing as well, he's averaging 14 and 10. Um, coming into this, Trey Jones is having his best season um, so far as well, having a really efficient season, leading the Spurs in PER at, 20, at 21 overall. So he's an efficient player. Doesn't necessarily put up a lot of the big numbers, but, you know, it it, it it is what it is there. We'll see what happens. So that's my thoughts on this game. Let me know your thoughts down below. Like I said, I don't want to overlook the team, and I'm not acting like, hey, this is just a win regardless. But I just, I just at this point, I just trust the Bulls' depth against a team like this. Now, We'll talk about the 76ers game because my opinion on that is vastly different, um, even with how they've been playing. But I have more than enough confidence that the Bulls have enough to get this done against the San Antonio Spurs. Defense, defense, defense. And that defense is going to turn into easy transition points. And even if uh, we do sit like Vooch early, Drummond's going to come in and be able to give a lot for this team. But like I said, let me know what you guys think on that down below. Next thing up, again, this one is kind of expected if you looked at how things were going. The Windy City Bulls are about to start their season. Marco did get sent down to the G League. Um, at the end of the day, it's this, right? Marco is still a development piece. And while me, other Bulls fans, we've seen what he can do offensively, if that defense is not there, and if you're going to get cooked on defense, it is what it is. There is a lack of trust in Marco, but Marco also clearly must not be doing things in practice for, for him to make, like, when you're on a team that needs size and shooting 
and you bring both of those, imagine how how left things must be going on the other side, the defensive side of the ball, for you to not even get in any games, even blowouts, even losses. Like, you're not getting in. Do I think that this is a indictment on the future of Marco Simonovic, how this team really sees him in the future? I think that it's starting to get in that area, right? Marco, like I said before, the thing that, that brings this all home for me is the fact that Marco Simonovic isn't going to really gain much from the G League. He's shown what he can do in the G League in that competition, especially offensively. He's shown that he can dominate offensively down there. Even the defense, if you looked at the later half, the latter half of the Windy City Bulls season, defensively, he was pretty solid. And so I just don't know if the level of competition down there is going to help him shore up that defensive part of his game that is clearly, at least in my estimation, keeping him from being able to make it on the court. And a lot of Bulls fans are just wondering, like, hey, you gave Marco the three-year deal. On top of that, on top of the three-year deal, like there was a lot of just promise coming in. Now, he was a second-round pick. Me and I'm in the opinion that second-round picks can't necessarily be bust because second-round picks, to me, you, you're already taking a shot, whether it be on potential or, or uh, upside, or you're taking a shot on, hey, we're drafting this guy in the second round because maybe he's older, but he, we trust what he's going to be able to give. So I don't think a second-round pick can be a bust, in my opinion, but it's not looking like Marco Simonovic is probably going to be an NBA player the longer that this goes on. And especially, like I said, when you're on a team that needs size, that needs shooting, that needs, and you have these things in your bag and you still can't get on the court, and we're still looking at as a, as a Bulls team and maybe even as a front office at what other power forward we can bring in and things, it leaves a lot, it leaves a lot to be desired. Now, over the summer, I did say how Marco's summer with Nikola Miritich, I'm Nikola, whoa, whoa, <laughs> wow. Uh, Marco Simonovic's summer with Vooch um, was, was, hopefully was going to pay off similarly to Patrick Williams' summer with DeMar, and we're seeing neither one of that shit mattered, right? Both of these guys spent summers with players that have been in this league and, and been veterans and know how to perform in this league at a high level, and it doesn't seem like e it helped either one of them. Patrick Williams has regressed. Again, still believe in Patrick Williams' potential. I'm not saying I'm not on the trade Patrick Williams bandwagon or anything like that. I'm on the 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 part of Patrick Williams of he just needs to get back into into being focused. But there's a there's a hell of an NBA player inside of him. That superstar level probably just isn't there, but there's still a hell of a player inside of him. But with Marco, the fact that he's not even able to get on the court, like it just it's 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 a little worrisome and bothersome in my mind as a fan of this Bulls team and as a person who's seen him play basketball. I'm not just one of those people who are just like, hey, listen, Marco did this over in EuroLeague reading box scores. I purposely watched the Windy City Bulls every game last season. I didn't catch them all live, but I went back and watched every single game just trying to see what Marco did. How did he work on his game? And his shot just got better over the course of that season so that by the end of the season, he was a bucket. And it's just not translating to the NBA level in every year every month every at this point every time that go every day that goes by that he's not in my opinion getting minutes or not earning minutes I should say at the NBA level it's just going to be a sign that he's probably just not an NBA player but let me know what you guys think on that one down below I could be off I could very well be off and we could see Marco go down to the G League and maybe next season in his third year everything just starts clicking for him and now all of a sudden Marco Simonovic is this player that we're using off the bench as a big man but like I said, every day that goes by, that ceiling drops more and more and more, and especially when you're a second-round pick. Well, we know why he was a second-round pick, foreign player, stuff like that, but I don't know, man. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think on that one down below. All right, last topic for today. Why the Chicago Bulls fans should be rooting for the Portland Trailblazers. The Portland Trailblazers is one of the teams that got out to a start that I think a lot of people did not necessarily expect or or, or think that was going to happen for them. They are 4-1 in the, in, the, in, the, um, in the season so far. Um, 
The last undefeated team is the Milwaukee Bucks. Shout out to the Bucks. But uh, the Portland Trailblazers, 4-1 on the season. Now, they did lose Dame Lillard for two weeks going down. But once he's back, the reason why we should be rooting for it is, is clear. Most of you guys know we have Portland's first-round pick if they don't make the playoff. It's as simple as that. It's one of the, the more, more simple pr- projections. If they, if they, if they, um, if they m- miss the playoffs, they keep the pick. If they make the playoffs, we get the pick. That's it. This success that the Portland Trailblazers are having, while I don't think it's going to maintain at this level, we should be rooting for them to at least make the playoffs because especially we should be playing. We should be praying for them to sneak in the playoffs, right? Let them sneak in. Let them let them barely get in, right? Because then that means we're going to have a a pick that's outside of the lottery, of course, but still maybe maybe eighteen again, like we picked this season, maybe twenty. And what AK has done, and how AK, when we know that this front office drafts and looks at talent and evaluates talent, um, you know that's going to bode well for for this team. And you want to see that we should definitely be rooting for the Portland Trailblazers, in my opinion. Dame has been back on Dame time. It sucks that he's going to be down with the injury and be out with that calf injury for a while. He just, it just seems like he can't stay healthy. But uh, Jeremy Grant seems to be working for them. Anthony Simon seems to be taking the leap for them. Like, we need to be rooting for them because we need that pick. I want that pick. And I don't even think necessarily the Bulls would actually draft with that. I think they may use that to package with somebody else and make a move for another player, in my opinion. But again, we got a long season to go before I'm ready to, before I'm ready to report on that on Wax. But with that being said, that is it for today's episode of Chicago Bulls Central. Make sure you're following the show at Bulls Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, bullscentralpod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. Peace. I will see you guys for the post-game show tonight. I'm not sure about a halftime hangout, but post-game show for sure. See red, y'all. Peace. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.